Hello, everyone. This is Attack the Backlog, the podcast where I, Mark Kuznez, tries to make a dent in their backlog one game at a time. This episode is all about Control, the latest game from Remedy Entertainment, the same studio that brought us Max Payne 1 and 2, Alan Wake, and Quantum Break. Like their previous games, Control is a third-person action game, and it's amazing. Dare I say, it's the best game Remedy has ever made. I still think the original Max Payne is my my favorite, but as more time passes, my fondness for control only increases, though it's still very fresh in my mind, so that could change. And that's the danger of this episode. Without the distance and space to reflect upon my time with control, my feelings for it could change drastically. Well, not drastically, but as I sit here wondering if it's my favorite game of 2019, I won't know if I made the right decision with my list until much later and as i write the script for this episode i'm still very much so in the honeymoon phase and i can't help but wonder if i'm blinded by all of that but regardless these are my feelings for control right now having just finished it i even went back and completed every side quest found every hidden location and obtained every achievement something i haven't done for a game that cost more than five dollars in a long time i ate up control you could say I couldn't control myself, and when it was over, I wanted more. I spent 18 hours completing the game and still wanted more. So let's get to it. Though, let me say one last thing. Even mentioning things as vaguely as possible can be spoilers, so while I'm not going to go out of my way to spoil things in great detail, the smallest of details could be considered spoilery, and if you have any intention of ever playing control i highly recommend waiting to watch or listen to this episode until then okay now we can really get to it i fucking love control this doesn't come as a surprise to me since i've loved every remedy game since max Payne. yes even quantum break it had its issues but it was still a lot of fun to play and i could think of way worse ways to waste my time way way waste oh boy i'm a writer all right writer all right jesus and you may be asking yourself wait remedy made games before max Payne? the answer is yes though Technically, they only made one game, but that's more than zero, so I can't say I've loved every game they've made without being a liar at the same time. The game in question is Death Rally, a vehicular combat game I've never played, which received a remake in 2011, which I also never played. Remedy also made an iOS game in 2014 called Agents of Storm, but I know even less about that. I at least knew Death Rally existed prior to writing the script. Anywho, now that that's all out of the way, how about that control, eh? It's, uh, pretty great, and it's pretty, pretty too. So, I'm not quite sure where to begin. I guess i'll start with the story and the world building because that's what surprised me the most i never doubted remedy's ability to make a fun game but after quantum break i wasn't so sure about their storytelling it's not even that i dislike the story in quantum break it's just that i don't remember it and for whatever dumb reason i let that fill me with doubt even though i adore the stories in max Payne one and two and alan wake three for four is a pretty good batting average wouldn't you say and again quantum break story wasn't 
bad, it just wasn't great, or at the very least, wasn't all that memorable. So as I played more and more of Control, I fell more and more in love with the world they were creating. Admittedly, the story, if you strip away all the world building, isn't all that special, but I think you can say that about a lot of stories. In Control, you play as a young woman, Jesse Faden, who's looking for her brother, Dylan, and that's pretty much it. But as you explore the oldest house, finding audio logs, video logs, and a surprising number of documents along the way, the world Jesse's story takes place and becomes more and more fascinating, especially if you're a lifelong Remedy fan like me. This is where even being vague feels incredibly spoilery. What could I mean when I say the story is even more fascinating when you're a lifelong Remedy fan? Not much, honestly, so I might as well be a bit more explicit and remind y'all that if you have any intention of playing Control, turn this off and return when you've finished the game. Are we all good now? Okay, so when I say it's especially good for Remedy fans, I'm saying that because the game alludes to past Remedy games in more ways than one, some more than others, one in particular to a surprising degree. And that one isn't even being alluded to, it's full on explicitly part of the same universe. The game I'm talking about is Alan Wake. When you talk to your brother about midway through the game and hear about his dreams, he'll allude to Alan Wake, Max Payne, and even Quantum Break. In one world, there was a writer who wrote a story about a cop. In another world, the cop was real. But Alan Wake also shows up in numerous documents, and if you're feeling adventurous while exploring the Panopticon, you'll come across a section dedicated to Alan Wake and a few of its altered items, one of those lovely thermoses and a typed page, which brings about an apparition of the man himself when approached. Also, the actor who plays Casper Darling, a significant character in Control, is the same actor who played Alan Wake. Not only that, the prior director of the Federal Bureau of Control, Zachariah Trent, is played by none other than Jay. James McCaffrey, the same actor who played Max Payne in all three games. Every time I heard Trench speak, it reminded me of Max Payne, and any time I'm reminded of Max Payne is a good time. There is so much more than what I've already mentioned, and the idea of a shared universe, of a Remedy universe, has me so excited about what plans Remedy has for the future. They recently reacquired the publishing rights for Alan Wake, so there's that, but sadly, Take-Two still has the rights for Max Payne, even though they don't seem to give a shit about about the series and as far as I know Microsoft still has the rights for Quantum Break though I can see them letting go of that in the not too distant future but if I was Microsoft and if Remedy was open to being acquired I'd give them all of the money buy the rights for Max Payne and let them do whatever they wanted because they know how to make amazing games up there in Finland I have no idea what we can expect from Remedy after they're done supporting Control to expansions are planned but I know one thing for sure I'm damn excited for whatever it is. Now, I've talked quite a bit already and still haven't said a word about the gameplay. Guess what? It feels fucking fantastic. When you first start playing, you only have your basic pistol and the ability to crouch, but as you play more and more, you gradually gain new abilities and new transformations for your gun. You don't find new weapons, instead you have your service weapon which functions as a regular pistol by default and then you can upgrade it over time to make it feel like other guns, a shotgun, an Uzi, and so on. And the abilities you gain over time include the ability to dash, the ability to seize a weakened enemy and make them fight for you, the ability to pick up objects and fling them to your heart's content, the ability to shield yourself, and the ability to fly. Kind of. All of these abilities 
feel great. Dashin works wonders for getting out of a tricky situation. The telekinesis power is super satisfying, especially when fully leveled as you're able to fling around forklifts and dead bodies at your enemy and watch the game's wonderful physics at play. The shield power at first seems kind of useless, but it can help you when you're in a pinch and when you level it up a bit, you can shoot the debris you collect when you're done using your shield, which is great for staggering enemies. And then there's levitating. The ability alone feels so good and looks even better thanks to perfect animation that actually makes you feel like you're floating on air. But when you start using it during combat scenarios, everything comes together as you rain havoc on enemies below while dashing through the air in a one horse open sleigh. Over the enemies we go, killing them along the way. <laughs> Oh boy, the game does a great job of giving you these abilities over time and once I had every ability unlocked, combat encounters felt so good and I never once felt like I didn't have all I needed to take on the hairiest of situations. I know that a lot has been said about the difficulty of control, but this isn't me bragging. I didn't find control to be all that difficult. A few bosses are annoying, the anchor stands out in this regard, and the checkpointing system isn't great. It's basically Dark Souls, where you have control points instead of bonfires, and when you die, you start back at the last control point you use. But for the most part, I made it through most of the game without dying, and the few times I did die didn't bother me. Maybe I'm just lucky, but the final fight, which seemed to give a lot of people problems, was a breeze for me. I'm sure if I found sections of control as frustrating as so many others did, I wouldn't be so hot on the game, but I didn't, so my love for control was never questioned. I had a blast playing control from start to finish and one moment in particular stands out as not only the best part of control but the best moment of any game in 2019. I won't spoil it but when you play control you'll find yourself putting on a pair of headphones and when that happens enjoy. It's magical, it's wonderful, and it's the best moment of 2019. Hell, it's probably one of the best of the decade. I could go on and on and on about how much I love Control, and more than anything, I just want to talk about the story and the world remedies created with other Remedy fans. I will say that the way the story is delivered is a bit disappointing and that it's usually just two people standing and talking or sitting and talking, but since the majority of the story and world building comes from exploring the house and and finding little nuggets of information here and there, and there are a lot of collectibles to find. 261 to be exact, or 262 if you're playing on PlayStation 4. What that extra one is, I don't know, because I played on Xbox One. Oh, woe is me, I'm sure I'm gonna die, because I don't know what that is. I just went off script, but that's okay. I wasn't too bothered by the lack of dynamism during the occasional moment of dialogue, and the game looks absolutely gorgeous on my Xbox One X, and with the exception of a few seconds near the very end, the game ran well and never chugged. One of my favorite parts of the game comes from the presentation. Whenever you enter a new area, big bold text pops up on screen accompanied by an audio cue, and it managed to make entering a new area exciting. Even if I wasn't immediately met by a bunch of his soldiers wanting to blow me away to smithereens. From the visuals to the audio to the presentation to the combat and overall feel and the story slash world they've created, Remedy has truly made an incredible game that I wish I could forget just so I could experience it fresh and enjoy the journey that is Control. Not only did Control make me remember why I love Remedy as much as I do, it reminded me of how much I love their other games and makes me want to go back and play all of them again even though I know 
know I should play games I still haven't played even once. Control is not only an amazing game and it's not only my favorite game of 2019, it just so happens to be one of my favorite games of the past decade and you know what? I didn't realize that until just now as I wrapped up this script. As I wrote more and more I realized I love Control more and more the more I think about it. And yes, there's no way I can make a video without mentioning the map and yes, it's pretty crappy but you get used to it and it's fine having to get used to it is never a good thing when talking about anything but whatever it didn't take away from my experience so it wasn't the big deal so who cares control is amazing the map is okay whatever but the game other than the map is freaking fantastic and that's all there is to say so anyway that will do it for this here episode of attack the backlog once again i am your host mark kuznez y'all can find me on twitter and pretty much everywhere at px sausage the site is of course pixelatedsausage.com where you can find this podcast and the pixelated sausage podcast both of which are available on podcast services across the globe like stitcher radio google play apple Podcasts, spotify and pandora and if you'd like to check out the video version of this here show if you are an audio only listener and i highly recommend doing so you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelated sausage and watch it there and you can watch some other videos at the same time don't be shy watch them all and give them all thumbs ups if you want if you'd like to check out the art i make you can go over to pxsart.com if you see something you like click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy and if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way as always thank you for watching or listening i hope you enjoyed this here episode and i hope you have a wonderful wonderful rest of your day and now enjoy this little song it's dynamite i tell you really really